Gracious Heavenly Father, you are everything to us, and everything we have is by your grace. Our breath came from you, and as we recognize that we breathing each breath every day without pain is because of your protection. With a daily breath, help us to hear your words and obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit today. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us read First Peter chapter five, verse one to seven. First Peter chapter five, verse one to seven. To the elders among you, I appeal as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's suffering, who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock. That is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not loading it over those entrusted to you, but being example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. In the same way, you who are younger, submit yourself to your elders. All of you, clothe yourself with a humility toward one another, because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that He may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on Him, because he cares for you. Amen. Here, First uh, Peter 5, Peter gives an exhortation to three groups of people in his final chapter of the first letter. And first group is the elders or leaders. And second group of people is the younger members or followers. And then he gives a general uh, audience or everyone. So let's look at the uh, elders first. He started very humbly. Peter says, I appeal as a fellow elder. Okay. He identified himself with the other elders. Even though Roman Catholic Church say he's a first pope, Peter never feels, felt that way. He's just another elder. But don't underestimate his gratitude and the depth of a commitment to his calling. Here, Peter was sharing his personal ministry perspective. Peter described elders as a shepherd here, and God's people as God's flock. For Peter, being a shepherd is more than professional career choice. It was a personal call. Do you remember John chapter 21, when Jesus came all the way to Sea of Galilee, to restore Peter, no one but just for Peter. And there Jesus asked Peter the same question three times. And verse 17, third time Jesus said to him, Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time. You know why? He, 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 he's troubled with third time, right? He betrayed Jesus for three times. So third time when Jesus asked, do you love me? Peter couldn't say, yes, I do. Instead, Peter said, 
Ah, you know all things. You know that I love you. You know that I, I cannot help myself by loving you. I fail, but I'm not going to stop loving you, Jesus. I'm doing my best. That's what Peter said. And after that, Jesus said, feed my sheep. So for Peter, being a pastor of God's flock came from his uh, resurrection witness and experience of Jesus. It came from his uh, resurrection faith. The fact that he was an elder and pastor and shepherd of God's church now was a real. It points out the reality that Christ lives in his heart. And the being a pastor, being a leader, is not exercising authority or lording over other people, but being an example to them. Once again, all this work came from Jesus. When disciples were infighting for the better authority and position right before Christ was crucified and without understanding Christ's kingdom, Jesus told them, you shouldn't be uh, uh, rulers to each other, but you should be uh, servant leaders to each other. And do not lord over others, like as people in the world, rulers in the world. This is the exact word of Jesus. And then here, Peter also called Jesus the chief shepherd. Chief shepherd. It means that he is a junior shepherd or deputy shepherd. So Peter recognized that everybody ultimately belonged to chief shepherd or Jesus, his only assistant. This is incredibly important. When you lead your family, when you lead your house church, when you lead your Sunday school class, when you lead your church, whatever responsibility, over other people, with uh, over other people, we should never forget, we are serving people or sheep or flock of Jesus. They are not ours; they belong to Jesus. Especially as a pastor, I remind myself and over and over again: forest is Jesus. I'm Jesus is a lead pastor. I am just an assistant pastor. Let us not forget that. Whatever we do for our people, we are doing to the Lord. And the chief shepherd, it will, will bless us when we serve his people right. And then verse 5, Peter goes to the followers for younger men. And those are younger members, or spiritually or physically, the younger members of the church who are following the elders and the pastors. Interesting thing is that it starts this way, in the same way, in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourself to elders. What does it mean by in the same way? Peter was, Peter doesn't see leading and following in hierarchical form or hierarchical, you know, way. For Peter, leading and following are of the same thing. Or same way, we do everything out of love and respect for the Lord. Whoever leads, they lead as a servant leaders like a Christ. Whoever follows, they follow as a Christ obey the will of the Father. Together, churches are built by faithful leaders and faithful followers. So leadership and obedience 
submitting to authority, everything. Christ is our example. Christ is our model. You know, this is a radical understanding of a community. Peter truly understands that community is based on love of Christ. Christ is our model. Everything we do to each other, we do for Christ. We do as Christ showed us. Lastly, I want to say that uh, he, uh, Peter told the younger man that uh, clothe yourself with a humility toward one another. All of you, clothe yourself with a humility toward one another. This command is again based on Peter's personal experience of Jesus. The word clothe yourself with a humility is actually exact word that came from John 13, 4, which says that, during the meal, Jesus got up and took off his outer clothing, wrapped a towel around his waist. English is a different, but Greek, close yourself with a humility. Close with is basically is a good up with a humility. You kind of tied in the middle, you know, your clothes with a towel to serve. The same word, the wrap or gird a towel around his waist. So Peter Humility means Jesus. And he calls us, when we are humble, it's not because we are powerless or because somebody lording over us or we are fearful of our bosses or we are inferior in some way. No, we are humble because Jesus is humble to us. Dear brothers and sisters, everything we do in the church, we do out of love and respect for Jesus. We simply follow Jesus. Together, God's flock will grow and glorify the Lord. Let us, serve, let us serve and lead and obey today as our response to Jesus' love. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this incredible, profound call of loving each other as a leader and follower in the church. Sometimes we lead, sometimes we follow. Regardless of what we do, we pray that everything we do make us more like Jesus. We pray that every day we become more like Jesus. Every day we, we, we pray, Lord, that our life become a little better imitation of the example that Jesus showed to us. Receive our prayer, receive our praise, now receive our obedience. In Jesus' name, amen.